0: Hey there! I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church. Thank you so much for joining us with Horizon at Home. This morning we are going to start the second message in the series "Fruit of the Spirit." I mentioned last week that I, I expected to just sort of blow through this uh, message series. It was three weeks long. At the end of July, and we would just get to August, and that's when uh, you know that's when the real good stuff would start. And God has stopped me in my tracks in the middle of this message series. I've met with several people this week, several people who have said something just doesn't feel right right now. Like I, there's just something that doesn't feel right. Like my, my work culture is it, it's just kind of toxic and I don't enjoy being there. Maybe God has something else for me. I, I, I met with a a woman who said, I I just, something isn't right. Like morale is as low as it's ever been in my workplace. And I I don't know what to do. Maybe I should just leave. There have even been moments in my own life this week where I'm like, things don't feel right. Maybe we should just talk about leaving, (laughs) like whatever we're in. And I think there's this sense to which this is exactly why God Has asked us to study the fruit of the Spirit because in a world that is producing this uneasiness, this disease, disease, right? That's making us sick in a culture that has ground that's growing things like fear and boredom, anxiety, a hurried pace, rudeness and harshness, and infidelity and dishonesty, and instant gratification and greed. In a world that literally the soil of our culture grows those things that are making us sick. God calls us, asks us to be different. There's a reason. There's this stirring in your life that says things aren't right. I feel like the world is sick. I feel like the things around me aren't, like something isn't right. There's a reason why, and it's because the soil of God, the soil of being connected to God is going to grow something good in your life to offer to the world, and it is different than what the soil of our culture is offering to us because it is literally producing a sick and tired world. So this morning, there has never been a message ever. There's never, ever been a message that I thought was more important than this morning's message. And that is how do we connect to God so that we are growing and producing a good and healthy fruit in a world desperate for it. And we disconnect from the things that are growing unhealthy and toxic things inside of us. I think our question is how after a year of school being different, work being different, life being different, after a year of us saying to one another, something's not right, how do we begin to heal? How do we begin to heal and offer the world the good fruit it is so longing for and disconnect from a culture that's producing fruit that's making us all sick? This morning, I... I want to read to you Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. It says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. A life connected to God produces those things. If, if I were to write this today, I would say and the fruit of our culture is fear and boredom and anxiety and a hurried pace and rudeness and harshness and infidelity and dishonesty and instant gratification. The spirit of our uh, the fruit of our culture is that the, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of a life connected to God is goodness and patience and kindness, self-control. And then I want you to hear this. This is an important sentence. It says, against such things, there is no law. Against such things, there is no law. Literally this week, I was like, why is that sentence in there? <laughs> like, why couldn't we just have stopped with the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of a life connected to God is love and joy, is peace and patience, is kindness and goodness, is faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Why do we need to say against such things, there is no law. And this is why, because those of you who are saying this morning, something doesn't feel right, something isn't right right now, no, we know instinctively and intuitively that there is something at work in the world pulling us away from the good things God wants to offer to us, grow in us, and offer to the world through us, and is instead trying to connect us to things that is making us sick. And Paul, the pastor of these people who are living in Galatia, says to them against the Things of God there is no law right now in this very moment it may feel like God it may feel like there is something pulling you away from God distracting you from the glory and goodness of God pulling you away from the things that God is trying to grow in your life and to connect you to things that are making you making you feel sick we see it in our world we see it all around us in our world And Paul says, against those things, there is no law. The the goodness of God, the good, good fruit that God wants to grow in the world, it will prevail. It will win the day, but you still have to choose it. You still have to pick the good fruit of God and not choose the, the things that are disconnecting and distracting you from the goodness of God. We have to connect to God. God is doing good things in you and around you God is pulling us into a good and right relationship with him. He's fulfilling your life with a purpose that only you can fulfill. He wants you to do certain things in this world that only you can do, and there will be a void in the world if you don't do it. God has something special and amazing to offer through you, but we live in a culture that is distracting us from those things, and it literally feels like it is working against us experiencing the good things of God. You say, Erica, that's that's great, but how in the world do I connect to this good fruit of God in the world that we're in? And I, I invite you, if you have your Bible, turn to Mark chapter 2. Look at verse 13. Mark chapter 2, verse 13. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. Did you hear that? A tax collector. They were rude, greedy, terrible people. The way they made their money was by cheating other people. People didn't like them. Tax collectors were not good people. And as Jesus walked along, he saw Levi, a tax collector, and he looked at him and he said, follow me. And Levi disconnected from the things in his culture, disconnected from the things in his life that was making him and the world around him sick, that was literally forcing people into poverty, that was cheating and and being dishonest. He, He literally disconnected from that way of life and connected to a life with with Jesus immediately. And then I want you to hear what happens. He immediately got, Levi got up and he followed Jesus. And while Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, they had dinner together. He connected with Jesus. While they were having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, Jesus' closest friends and followers. For there were many who followed Jesus. There were many who were craving the good fruit that Jesus was offering in the world and who were ready to disconnect from those things that, that were making them sick. And when the teachers of the law, when the religious leaders and the important people of the day, when the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw Jesus eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, they asked his closest friends and followers, Why does Jesus eat with tax collectors and sinners? Why does he do that? Like, if he wants to connect to God and God's good fruit in the world, why is he spending his time with sinners and tax collectors? Jesus overheard him say this, and he he said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I I want us to pay attention to what Jesus was connected to so he could offer God's good fruit to people who needed it most. First of all, he was connected to God's creation. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came from the city out to him and he began to teach them. Do you hear me? He didn't stay in the city with large crowds of people who wanted and needed so much from him. He didn't stay surrounded by people yet feeling disconnected from any sense of happiness or joy in his life. He went to a place where he knew he could connect to God and God's goodness and glory. He left the city and went out by the lake. He took a good, deep breath in, and he reveled at God's glory. He looked at a lake that he could not create himself. And for a moment, he got lost in God's goodness. He had a choice, y'all. He could have stayed connected to the large crowds that he drew. His reputation drew them there. He was able to do that work in the city. He could depend only on what it was he could do. And you know what he said? That is going to eat me alive. It's going to make me sick, and I can't offer God's good fruit in that place. I'm going to disconnect. I'm going to disconnect from this large and crowded place where so many people need so many things from me. I'm going to disconnect from it for, for a moment, and I'm going to go out, and I'm going to connect to God by lake. Right now, this morning, there are many of you who are staying in places where you are surrounded by people who are offering you nothing who only want to take from you and you're like, why do I feel sick? Why are things not right? Why is this work culture toxic? Why is my healthy, why is my family have such unhealthy dynamics? Because you are surrounded by people, but you have not taken the time to connect with them in any kind of real way. Get out of that cycle of life. Go out by the lake and experience God's goodness and God's glory. Connect to nature and God's creation. Jesus did it. Jesus did it, and then look what he was able to offer. So the first thing you want to do is get, disconnect from, from that toxic way of life and connect to the things that bring, bring joy and happiness and peace and goodness. Connect to nature and God's glory and God's goodness, things you can't create by yourself. Right now, take your shoes off and go stand in the grass. You couldn't grow that grass. Some of you have worked really hard on that grass, and you've done a good job. But you still can't grow it all by yourself. It still depends on water that you can't produce on your own. Look up at a tree that's grown for for decades, for decades. Just look up at it, at it and, and get lost in God's goodness and God's glory for a few moments. Walk out to Bayshore and ignore maybe the toxic red tide out there for, that's right there right now. And just look out at God's glory and God's goodness. God doing things you cannot do. You cannot do because God is so amazing and so good. Disconnect from that toxic way of life, and connect to God's creation, God's goodness, God's glory. The second thing Jesus did was he connected to a slower pace. I want you to, to read this. He, um, When he went out beside the lake, the large crowd gathered around him, and as he walked along, he saw Levi's son. It didn't say as he ran along, as he rushed along to the next thing, as he hurried along, as he walked along. He He disconnected from that hurried pace. The lake wasn't, him walking along the lake wasn't about getting to the next place. It was about slowing down his pace and seeing the things around him. Right now, I'm asking you, what does it look like for you to walk, to slow down and to walk and disconnect from that busy and hurried pace that you are living? The last thing that Jesus does is connect to God's, people now when we when we hear that many of us think oh he, he spent his time with pastors and leaders and you know these religious elite people no Jesus ate with sinners and tax collectors and because he was connecting to God's people because God's people are way bigger and broader than we could ever imagine because he was spending his time connecting there he was able to disconnect from the questions and expectations of others. The questions that the religious elite ask his closest followers like, why is he eating with sinners and tax collectors? Why isn't he spending more time with with godly people? And and Jesus' answer to that is because it's not the healthy who need a doctor. It's the people who are sick. And I'm going to choose to spend my time with all of God's people. There are many of us who are living our lives right now very aware very aware that the things in our culture and in our world are leaving us feeling like things just aren't right. Something's just not right. That doesn't mean that God doesn't want to grow a good fruit in you to offer to the world around you right where you are. Why am I here? That's a great question for you to be asking. Now your second question this morning is, what is it that God can offer the people around me? What is it that God can offer the people around me through me? And the answer to that question is the fruit of the Spirit. Goodness and kindness and patience and love and joy. Self-control and patience and peace. God is ready to offer those things to the world, to a sick world through you. And the, the way that you can be connected to God is connect to nature and God's creation Connect to a different pace. Refuse to to run that pace that our culture is, is running around us and connect to people. Sit down and eat dinner with people. Get to know them and love them and you will experience God's goodness and God's glory. I can remember a time in my life where I was running at a pace that I could not keep up with anymore. I was a graduate school at Vanderbilt University. I was burning the candle on both ends. I was working hard, I was striving. I, I, I just, I remember being in this pace of life that, that was literally sort of making me sick. I, by, by chance, met a man named Joe Engle. Joe and I connected because he'd heard that I was having a really hard time, you know, keeping up the grad school load, doing all the things and, and staying healthy, keeping myself healthy. And he, he told me, he said, I can remember I can remember living my life like that. And I said, well, what do you do now? Like he, he just, he was one of those people that just exuded some of these things, peace and kindness and, and goodness and love and joy. You just, like there was something about being in his presence where you just experienced those things too. And I said, what's your secret? What do you do every day now? And he said, I farm blueberries during the day and I spend my night visiting with men who live on death row in Nashville's prison. He lived just on the outskirts of, of town and he grew blueberries all year long. He grew this whole huge, you know, thing of blueberries. He that's what he did during the day, he connected to nature, different pace of life. Like blueberries don't grow overnight. It takes years of cultivation and practice to get them where they need to be. So he grew blueberries by day and he connected to God's people. Men who lived on death row in Nashville, Tennessee, and he offered them the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit that God was growing in him as he connected to nature into a different pace. And then he connected to God's people. I remember when I asked him, like, why do you spend your night, like, why in the world are you spending your nights visiting men who live on death row? Like, why are you doing that? And he grinned at me and he said, are you asking me why I eat dinner with sinners and tax collectors? And that was the moment. That was the moment where I realized I had connected to this, this idea of graduate school and what I was learning and what I was doing. I connected so deeply to that that I was missing what God was doing in the world all around me. Are you asking me if I eat with sinners and tax collectors? Gosh, no, I don't want to ask that question. I want to ask, how do we heal and offer God's good fruit in the world? This man who'd been an attorney and a pastor who'd who'd lived the life that I I was living said, yes, I know what it's like to feel sick and like you can't do that anymore. So I just decided to farm blueberries and meet with God's people, nature, pace, people. Even now, years later, when I find myself in an unhealthy place, I I think about that. Are you spending some time in nature? What's your pace look like, Erica? And are you spending time with God's people? If you're ready for God to grow a good and healthy fruit in your life, God is ready to grow that fruit in your life. Connect. Connect to God. Connect to nature. Connect to a different pace and find a way to connect with the people around you.